Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. I'm in 2 Samuel chapter 23 and verse number 11. If you have found that, shout amen. amen. And after him was Shammah, the son of Aji, the Hararite, and the Philistines were gathered together into a troop where was a piece of ground full of lentils. And the people fled from the Philistines. But he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it and slew the Philistines. And the Lord wrought a great victory. Father, I love you and I thank you for the night, for the great singing tonight. Lord, every song's touched my heart for the prayer room. I thank you for lunchtime today when the Holy Ghost come by where I was, set my soul on fire. I bless you for everyone that's come out tonight, God, to, to be in church gathered together in the name of the Lord. Now, I, I, I need your help tonight. God, I ask you every time to fill my mouth and guard my tongue. And help me, Lord, preach me inside the bounds of the book and help me be accurate in the scripture. God, I've seen a little lesson in this. And I thank you for it. <laughs> Praise the name of God. I thank you, Lord, for this, but I thank you for you. I thank you that you're God. Name nobody like you. God, touch us in our spirit tonight, Lord. Uh, we've already felt your, 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 your nearness in the service. And I, I pray you'd help us, God. We'll leave here walking a little straighter and standing a little taller. And God, ready to face whatever might come our way for the glory of the King. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. And Amen. Now, you're going to read, a, there's a catalog of David's mighty men. We're more familiar with some of the men than we are Shammah. Shammah, Shammah's mentioned here one time. There's, a, there's another Shammah earlier in the scripture, but they just not a whole lot said about Shammah. If I ask you, said, uh, who's one of your favorite Bible characters? I'm afraid that uh, Shammah would have missed the list somehow. We're not paying much attention to him. And uh, here all of a sudden on scripture, God, I'm telling you, when God puts a man's name in the book, uh, praise God, it's an important fact. Uh, aren't you glad he sang the song tonight that your name's in the book? Uh, hey, we can be glad over a lot of things, uh, but the most, the thing we should rejoice over the most is uh, our name is in the book, praise God. Oh, Shammah, here's got his name in the catalog of David's mighty men. Wow, Shammah. Now, I, I thought, I, when I found that, I thought, my, but I, I'm sure his name has some great meaning. That it's surely tagged with that name. It's something that's, that's mighty and strong. And, and God just mentioned him. Well, you know what I mean? Shammah in Hebrew. That's all he is. Most Hebrew names carry a meaning out beside them. You can preach an entire series on somebody's name. 
Shammah's a Hebrew. Not a lot said about old Shammah. Except this. Who he was. He's the son of Aji, a Hararite. And the Philistines gathered in a troop. And everybody run off. Except Shammah. When time got tough, everybody hit the road, and Shammah just stood there. Now, I, I, I thought I'd just, just really beat that fact tonight, but here's what the Lord dealt with my heart. I've meditated on this for a while, and this afternoon, it, it, it really, it's just what he put in my heart. But he stood in the midst of the ground. Now, there's some things that happened to Shama here that I, I think we can relate to because it happens in the lives of Christians on a regular basis. I wouldn't say a daily basis, but it's pretty regular. And here's what it is. Number one, you need to recognize the attack. They weren't no doubt what the problem was. Shama's doing what he's supposed to do. Shama's in. And now, now. Now, uh, Brother Richard Harris called these peas or beans. He said there's one or another. And I think Joe Arthur's got a message about get out of my pea patch. That sounds like something he'd preach. But here's my thought on this tonight. Standing like Shama. Just standing like Shama. That's what it says about him. So here we have Shama, and here's what happens. Shama's just doing what he's supposed to do. How many in here would agree that you just done today what you're supposed to do? Just doing what you're supposed to do. Living for the Lord, loving people, trying to be a blessing, coming to church, praise God, worshiping the Lord in spirit and truth, just doing what you're supposed to do. And all of a sudden, right out there, comes a troop. It would do us well to recognize an attack when it comes. Now, if we, if we see this attack coming, we can well prepare for what's coming down the pike, as they would say, or coming our way. Now, here's what I thought. 1 Peter 5 and 8. Be sober, be vigilant. Why? Because you can quote it. Your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. We've got to be aware of that. Recognize and attack when it comes. Now, Attacks come sometimes when we're kind of out of bounds. Now, when we're out of bounds, the attack's going to come. I guarantee it. How do you know that, preacher? That's been me more than once. Oh. McComas. Halos. Don't see none. Why's that? You've been out of bounds once or twice. You've been in this thing long enough. Don't get too sanctified tonight. Hey, look here. That we, we can expect it when it comes out of bounds. 
but he would expect us. Shama's not out of bounds. We're not out of bounds all the time. If we are, we're out of the will of God. But look, Shama's doing everything he's supposed to do. But when the troop comes, he recognizes an attack. And Shama is not out of bounds. And he's not out there mingling in something that's off limits. There's things that's off limits. Oh, yeah. There's things that's off limits. Shama's not in that place. Hebrew, uh, Hebrews, I've had that on my heart. All. It's Ephesians 6 and 12. I used this Sunday before last, but it's, I don't know. I just keep coming back to it. For we wrestle not against what? So we all know that. So when we're in limit and not out of bound, we need to recognize the attack when it comes. I'm just going to tell you, if you're living for God, you can look. There's a troop going to show up for you every now and then. You're going to have some issues. There's going to be some trouble come your way. You're going to have to deal with it. It blows my mind, Brother Matthew, that people have been saved for a number of years, and when something happens, it just wipes them out. Like, I can't believe that's happened to me. Mama contracted cancer at 45. Wasn't she 45, Pat? Mama contracted cancer at 45. She passed away at 47. And I heard my mom tell my wife's mom, sitting at our kitchen table one night, she said, I asked the Lord, why me? And then she said, I asked him, why not me? Why not me? Something coming your way. And some of us sitting in here right now, you're dealing with stuff. You look. The attack is on. The troop has showed up. Now, Oshama, he's just doing what he's supposed to do. He's working in the beans. He's working in the garden. He's, watch this, he's providing for his family. Get this, let this sink down in your heart. This is what got me down there in Camp Meeting in Georgia a couple weeks ago. And he didn't use this, but this is how God takes a message and speaks to somebody else in a different area with him. And you and I do that all the time. You know what the troop come after? What was the troop after? The thing that kept them alive. The beans. The livelihood, the thing that kept them alive is what the troop wanted. They didn't want Shama. I can prove it. I can prove it by Scripture. They didn't want Shama. Because we need to recognize the attack. When an, when an attack comes, Shama recognized what was going on. But you know what? Once you get a hold of this, God, 
God help me with this today. This eat me up. Once you recognize an attack has come, here's what it does. It requires an action. Once you recognize the troop has made its way into my cabbage patch, it's come into my garden, it's come into the thing that sustains us, that provides us, that, that enables us to live, it requires an action. What are you going to do? There is two alternatives. Two. There's not 30 or 40. Two. You know what it is? It's run or resist. It's run or resist. Now watch this. You want to see, you want to see how, <laughs> you want to see how this works a majority of the time? Everybody run off but Shama. I don't know if Shama's a big guy or just crazy. I don't know if he's bulldog tough. I just got a thinking today, Dennis, he's just that close to God. He's just that close. And he might, I believe he could have thought the rest of them can run if they want to, but the enemy ain't getting my cabbage patch. Hey, this is what God gave me. I can't even sell this under the law. This is mine. Nobody else gets this. You can't have it, and I'm the reason you're not going to get it. And you know what he done? He didn't run. He didn't run. Now, there is times, I used this in revival somewhere not long ago about Elijah. There's times that people run. David ran from Saul. <laughs> there was a time to run. Paul, uh, or uh, Saul ran from the Pharisees that was trying to kill him. They let him down over the wall. He ran a there's a time to run. But there's a time to resist and stand. And you know what he done? After he saw, he just stood. Now, I don't know, Brother Lewis, how he accomplished this. Because the troops are a pretty large number. It could be from 25 to 100. Not real sure at the number it is. It doesn't tally. We didn't have that tally in scripture it didn't give me the full account brother Gordon of what it was but a troops are pretty I tell you what it is it's more than one and that's the way the devil attacks he wants to get you outnumbered but he he made a flaw in his calculation Shama is trusting the Lord hmm he has met his match. <laughs> the troop comes and Shama stands. You're not going to run me off. 
I'm not going anywhere. This is what God gave me. If I die, what did, what did Esther say? If I perish, I perish. Hey, Mordecai, Kai said, you, oh no, we're born for such a time as this. Uh, I'm not going nowhere. This is my place. I'm staying here. You know what we need to say about our homes? Look here, you can't run me off. I don't care if the truth shows up. I'm staying here. This is what God gave me. You know what we need to say about our church? You can't run me off. Uh, look here. I got my mind made up. Uh, praise God, my feet's planted on a solid rock. Uh, he has established my goings. Uh, you can't run me off. Well, glory to God, I'm a staying here. <laughs> I am going to be just like Shama. After he saw it, he just stood. But it's going to require an action. If you recognize an attack, and I'm afraid maybe I should have just stayed on point one. Because you know what we want to blame? When it comes, I want to blame Marcus. What's wrong with you? You didn't sing my favorite song tonight. I can pick on him because it won't hurt his feelings. You know it's true, brother. The attack, we, you quoted it back to me. It's not with flesh and That's not the truth. Now, they may be the tool. They may be the tool, but they're not the troop. The troop comes from the enemy. I don't know if anybody's getting this or not tonight. I, you need, you've got, it's essential that you recognize an attack when it comes. If you can, but then, but then, it's going to require a response. It's going to be, there's going to be an action involved here, and we're going to do one, two things. We're going to run off, or we're going to fight. Now, I'm not talking about, right now, I better, I better clarify this. I'm not talking about because we've had some people come here. I'm not running you off. I'm not talking about if God moves your vineyard somewhere. Big difference in God moving your vineyard in another place of, of work for the cause of Christ. Big difference in that and being invaded by the enemy and the troops showing up. Are you with me? Let's get that straight. Now, here's the action. I'm going to resist. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Draw nigh to God, he'll draw nigh to you. I'm thinking that when he saw the troop, Oshama might have been doing some praying. How many times you had something bad come down the way at you? What's the first thing you want to do? People call me all the time. We had the calls this evening. I forgot my phone at home. It'll be lit up by the time I get back to the house. People need something prayed about. Praise the Lord. What an honor. What an honor for somebody to call you and ask you to help them pray about something. Somebody said, I don't, didn't want to bother you. Bother, that's what I do. If I don't answer, don't get mad. I may be talking to somebody else. Or uh, sometimes I take a shower and I don't take my cell phone in there with me. <laughs> Carl Sullivan calls me regular. 
Mark, what are you doing? Why didn't you answer the phone? I said, because I was in the shower, Carl. But when I got out, I called him back. Might have been something he might have had something he needed. Pray about it. Now, I won't talk all day to him, but I'll say, I'll pray. See you, bye. Click. I think Sharma might have prayed. We're going to have a response. Look, there's an action going to be required of us. What are we going to do? We're going to resist. We're going to draw an eye to God, and he draws an eye to us. And then when we draw an eye to God, you know what? The, the, the action that's required of us, you know what it'll be? It'll be right. It'll be the right action. It won't be the, it won't be the wrong word. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. That is good. That's, that's beautiful. But it's got to be fitly spoken. Brother Gordon taught us not long ago, the tongue set on fire of hell. I mean, it's bad. That thing will mess you up. But we got to know. We got to know how to bridle the tongue. Say the right thing. Help somebody be a blessing to them. Here's what got me today, Jenny. I'm just about done. This is what got me today. So I like to alliterate messages if I can. It helps me remember it when I preach it. I don't have to look at my notes all the time. And then, and then some of you like it. Some don't care much about it. But I can't help it. It's just how God's enabled me to do it. And, and I don't always do it. But at this time, so I've got two things. I've got, I've got, we, got, we need to recognize the attack. He saw it. And then, and then it, it, it requires an action. Once we, once we recognize that, we've got to do something about it. Are you with me? So I'm, 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 I'm getting this. and I'm, I'm near, I really wanted one more. And I didn't know what to do with this. But I knew, I knew there's another thing that he done. He not only saw and stood, but he saved his, he saved his place. Now, could we picture this as the Lord Jesus Christ? I can see him in him. He fought the enemy. He didn't lose any ground, and he saved that which belonged to him. We could preach that right there. But I'm not, I'm not thinking about salvation in this, Brother Jimmy. I'm thinking this. I'm thinking somebody's got a troop bothering them. And they need to do the right thing. The action has to be appropriate, has to be right. And I'm thinking, what would, what would work with, and the Lord wrought a great victory. Notice, notice he done it through Shama, but it was God that done the saving. Do you see that? Why? Because number one, number one, it's the Lord's strength. There's nothing in this. I can do all things through which strengtheneth me. A plus. A plus right there. Now, now it's through him. But God is my refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. God is my refuge and strength. I have no strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The more joy I have in the Lord, the stronger I get. 
I believe Oshama might have been doing a little shouting hallelujah dance when he saw the troop coming because he knew he wasn't fighting by himself. <laughs> well, glory to God. You watch this. If Shama don't fight this battle, his name's not in that book. Now, he might have been a good Hebrew and died under a sacrifice and been in glory with the rest of them when Christ moved, cap, took captivity captive, and old Shaman went along. But Shama had to have a battle in order for him to be in the book. Mm. Somebody going to talk about you, you overcome a thing or two. When you, get, when, you, when you get in that place where it's tough and they see you just keep on going. Somebody says something about that, Josh. Oh, yeah, they recognize that. Here's what I got them. And I hope it's helped me today. You know why those things are true? Here's why. You know what saved you? Because, because of a remarkable assistant. That just helped me. When I found that today, I thought of that. The Lord gave me that. He said, he said, I'm remarkable in what I, in what I do. It's remarkable what I do. You can't do nothing without me. Oh, but when I assist you, it's remarkable what you can do. It's amazing what God can do through you. You don't think you can make it? You think the truth's going to get you down? Listen, you trust in God. Let this be the action. Let this be your response. I'm going to resist that rascal. I'm going to come against that troop, and I ain't going nowhere. Oshama, he just standing. Bible said he stood. God wrought a great victory. I went more than 15 minutes. So we come home. I'm going to tell you, Mike Cox is a blessing down there. At, uh, they changed the name of the church to Church H2O. I don't, I, I, it's not my cabbage patch, that's his. He can change it to whatever he wants to. People started coming. They've got more than they've had at the camp meeting. And it's been good. People's are wearing the altars out. Mike's praying with them. They're all, I mean, it's, uh, uh, folks are coming. And he took us, he took us to eat, and I'm just gonna brag on him a little bit. We went to an outback, and you know, it's okay. It, but most of the time the steak's so tough you can't chew it. And 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 just it just it just is. So I, Jim McComas was there. Jim orders, Jim orders, I'm going somewhere. Jim orders, he said, I'll have the uh, six ounce. Sirloin and, and a potato, and and I, I, she got around to me, and I said, "That's that's what I want right there. Bring me one medium rare, six ounce sirloin." I'm thinking, "Where's the knife? I'm going to need it to cut it up in little pieces so I can chew it." 
And they brought that thing to me, and I'm going to tell you, I could have cut it with a fork. It was so good. I told the girl as I was leaving, I said, I don't know who your manager is, but you need to tell them that's the best six-ounce sirloin I've ever eaten at Outback in my life. It was excellent. Mike fed us good. Then he took me to Jubilee Joe's. If you're ever going through Birmingham, Alabama, on the bypass around Birmingham, you're headed south. At exit 10, there's a place called Jubilee Joe's. If you like seafood and you ever eat etouffee, I'm telling you, it's the best I've ever had. It's the best soup I've ever eaten. He fed us superbly. It was just excellent. Now, a lot of places, they just don't have those things available to them when you get to Budunk, Alabama, or South Mississippi, you go to to the greasy spoon down there, and uh, it, it's, it's, it's good. Well, one brother owns the, 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 the bell. What is it, Pat? Help me. Dinner bell. Dinner bell. Brother Todd, Sister Louise owns a dinner bell. Now, that's the best place to eat down there. And we're, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. The meeting was good. It was just good. God bless the meeting. And I'm thinking, Gordon, hey, some of my people right now, that the troops showed up. There'd probably be a troop show up in the next day or two. Because every time you have something real good like that happen, they have not been throwing down on it. It's just how it is. Look, you just do what you do, and you can enjoy the things God's give you, and all of a sudden, here comes the troop. So I've eaten all that good food, and I'm, I've been trying not to eat so much. And, uh, and, and so I got home today. Pat left. She went straight to work. God love her. One of these days, my wife's going to retire. And I wasn't much hungry. So I go in the kitchen. I'm going somewhere. Stay with me. Just a few, be, tolerate me just a few minutes. So I go in the kitchen. I'm looking around. I, here's all this frozen stuff. Rick brought us a goodie bag tonight. He's a good. Go to the freezer. There's something good out there. But you have to thaw it out and cook it. I'm not. Uh, it's too hot. I'm not cooking it. So when I was in, this is how God provides. When I'm in Knoxville preaching for the Delks up there in the tent. Last week, two, three weeks ago, whenever it was. It's so hot. They gave me two jars of Peter Pan peanut butter. It's that tall. I'll never run out. It'll take me two years to eat this. But I only eat one kind. Now, you can eat the nuts and the crunch and all that, Jeff, whatever you want to eat. But if it ain't Peter Pan creamy peanut butter, I'm out. I'm just out. So I open up the, I open up the, cabinet there and somebody in South Mississippi had given me a jar of, of uh, plum jam. I thought, whoo, my word. Peanut butter and jam. I'm, I'm top shelf. <laughs> so I get it out. I open it up. And listen, you ever open up a can of something and dust comes out from under the lid? There's a problem. <laughs> I called Pat. I said, hey, can you scrape <laughs> Can you scrape the top off this jam like you do cheese and it be all right? She said, you better not eat it. 
I gave it to the possums. I'm allergic to penicillin. I thought he'd kill me graveyard dead. I found me another jar. Somebody made, and there's somebody in this church made me a jar of apple jelly. It might have been you, Rosa. Apple jelly. Oh, glory. God, here's some more. And I put that together. And I've got a, here's just how I do it. I toast my bread. I put that creamy peanut pan on there. It warmed it, starting to melt on the bread. I smear the other side. I lather it up with that apple jelly. And I mash them two blessings together just like that. (laughs) And they're laying there. I poured me a big, tall, cold glass of milk. I mean, praise God for cows. Uh-huh. And I'm looking, at, I'm looking at that sandwich and that glass of milk, Gordon. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost showed up. And I'm thinking about a troop. And he reminds me of what a blessing that is right there. Now, To a lot of people, that's nothing. They wouldn't even eat it. But you see, that was all gifts. I didn't buy none of that. Well, Pat bought the bread. I didn't even have to go get it. I didn't milk a cow. And there I've got a glass of cold milk and that sandwich. Gifts. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking about the troops, see, because I know, I know what some of you are dealing with right now, I know there's something come your way, there's trouble, Bobby's better, praise God, good to see Bobby back tonight, I'm glad she's better, and I know if, if you're not, if you're not, if that troop hadn't shown up, he's not far away, and I'm looking at that sandwich, and before I could eat, the Holy Ghost done interrupted my lunch. And something come on my heart I'm not thought of in years. And if I mess this up, it'll be all right. But just all of a sudden, Randy Maynard, I just break out in song because I forgot about this this delicacy that's laying before me and uh, and my mind was on the troops that some of you are fighting against right now and and all of a sudden just all of a sudden this just started coming out of my mouth when I'm broken from the battle and when I've lost Another round Satan whispers to my troubled soul You just lay your armor down Where are those That loved you Look around you, they're all gone. It's so easy 
to be discouraged when you're standing all alone. So I bowed my head in sadness as I pondered what to do. You see, I've been in God's army for so long. And I've been a soldier too. And then I heard a voice from heaven saying, Pilgrim, it is I. Lift your head and take you courage and lift your eyes toward the sky. Right here's when I went running through the house. And I seen a great band of angels camped all around me. And I see the captain rising up my challenge to me. That's when I know that I'm safe from harm when I'm touching Jesus. Oh, for the battle is his and the victory is mine. And victory is sweet. Sing it with me. For I see a great band of angels. They're camped all around us. And I hear the captain rising up my challenge to me. That's when I know that I'm safe from harm when I'm touching Jesus because the battle it's his and the victory it's mine and victory I'm just going to stand like Oshama because I have a remarkable assistant. There's nothing. When death comes my way, I can look it right in the face and say, do what you can do. Because <laughs> I got somebody in me that's greater than you are. And it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Come get this song. Somebody might need to pray tonight. Sometimes we just need to tell the Lord, here am I, send me. I'm not going anywhere. I'm standing right here, Lord. I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. There's not much to me. But bless God, you're everything. And there's nothing that the enemy going to do to me. When I'm leaning on you, stand to your feet, sing a song tonight. If you need to pray about something, you ought to come pray. It's a good time to ask the Lord for something. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.